part of blindsidepods.com. There were lots of things that happened on this week's Kirk Menahan show, but what dominated the second part of the week is the burial of Menahan by Section 10 contributor Steve Peralt. We warn you, there's no happy ending on this episode. This is part two of the Menafan Show Week in Review for the week ending October 11th, 2019. Thanks for joining us. I'm DEC. The show kicked off right after the return from the Big Apple, something appreciated by Steve Robinson. If it said plus one, it'd be funnier because I was about to say plus one. I was about to say thank you for that. But <laughs> I'll, 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 so. I'll make that happen. Okay, there you go. Yo, what's your take on that, Steve? I, I feel your struggle. I feel yeah. the pain that you're going through. Right. It takes a lot of courage to come in here every day and do a show. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. All right. I miss New York. Steve's lies have become a meme through social media. Robinson said a broken back ended his playing career, but opened new doors. It actually turned out to be a good thing because I stopped playing football and uh, you know actually got a job, made some money. Great. I'm glad I cleared that up. I was concerned if it was good or bad. Thing I joined the back. Pusinian Society, too. It squashed that dream of the NFL that he had. So <laughs> he could did. finally did. focus on his career. He joined the what? The Pusinian Society. What is that? This is why people say like... You don't even want to fucking know. <laughs> You're just setting me up. What is it? That sounds like dangerous almost. <laughs> the Pusinian Society. It's one of the country's oldest literary groups. Oh, Members God. include uh, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, Nathaniel Hawthorne. What did you do, you douche, in this thing? We had disputations, Kirk. Like what? Give us an example. Um, defending or attacking the practice of affirmative action in higher education. <laughs> just the voice he puts on. <laughs> <laughs> just setting it up for you. Can you just imagine being in that group of these assholes? Henry Wansdorf Longfellow. We, <laughs> we looked at it like, we just, like the reformed jock who went over there now. Like, oh. Here's Steve the was the bad boy. Here's the, the bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can smell hot dog on his breath and... <laughs> Athletics on his body. Blind Mike was criticized this week for not doing enough in New York. On Thursday, the gearhead shared his notion for a barstool comedy festival, and the idea landed without any laughs. I have an idea for like a sort of a comedy what festival. What is it? I'm telling you. We'll You're, say what it is. It's Jesus. like a comedy festival that Barstool could do that I think would make a lot of sense for them. Go ahead. Fine. Poop, poop, poop. Help our show. Great. Poop, poop. Is that going to make Kirk Minahan money? Yeah, I mean, how's, or you? How does no, it help it us? Barstool, so I'm also a Barstool sports employee. Well, I understand that. Okay. Well, why don't we do You told comedy? me. Why right, we, why, well, this is really, well, I can't how does that, how does You that, told me yesterday to start doing stuff. Yeah, for yes. us. Stuff that makes fucking this show for money. Us. This led to a discussion around Blind Mike's real loyalties. Here's the thing. And somebody mentioned this to me. I'm not. What? Someone mentioned it. They did. Yeah, yeah. Like Mike is way more into the bar stool no, world than the Kirk Miller show world. You're out of your fucking mind. If I you didn't think say that. that. Somebody told me that. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind. Somebody told you that. They did. Yeah. Who they told did. you? Who? Somebody I'm related to. <laughs> they did. Yeah. I think. I think I'm that way if, more into the bar stool world. Yeah. What aspect of it? That you're when you were there, you're kind of like you are. You're more into like the you want if they if they called you tomorrow <laughs> and said so ridiculous. It's not if they called you tomorrow and said you can leave the show but you can go to, to the go bar to New York and work there full time. If Dave called you tomorrow and said, hey, we want you to come here. We're going to pay you this. You have to leave Kirk's show. You would say To do yes. what? Do whatever. How much more money? Whatever. Whatever the equal of this money is in New York, you would do it. No. You would. That's crazy, Kirk. You, I'm telling you what. You like it more there. To, 
I don't even take that as a put down. You started there. No, I, no, I no. But you don't understand. I could. I wouldn't be able to find my way around in New York. It's just different. But that's if, not the. But my, if Barstool were next door, that's not my point. Is New York? You want to? You would rather would be, be part doing? of the Barstool world and hang out with them. You were, you no, know, I playing video games, doing the rundown, and after you told me to. Okay, well, I, we disagree. So uh, if, Kirk, if Kirk was unjustly fired asshole. from Barstool. Listen to this asshole. No, he's just agreeing with everything you said. You want to talk, say, everyone says, I agree with everything. If Kirk right. disagree, he's asking a question. If Kirk was so now run, you don't want people to ask questions. You just said you wanted people to ask questions. <laughs> if Kirk was run out of Barstool yeah. and the, they said, oh, he would, blind he would, Mike, you can stay yeah, he would and stay. we're going to pay you $45,000 a year. You just blog Versus what? Or not have a job? Yeah. No, versus come with me. Still, no. <laughs> boy, boy. With you. Steve, you really twisted me in a pretzel. Would I rather that's have a, stupid, a job or not a have a scenario, job? Steve, you're an idiot. <laughs> if, the, if, the, if I was, if really I left Barstool, here's what it is. And Mike doesn't even need the answer because I know the truth. If I left Barstool yeah. and had a subscription service and I said to Mike, I'm going to pay it's you, I'm going to pay you exactly right. what you're making a Barstool, but you come with me. I'd go with you. You would say, you'd be like, oh, this is what I want to do. You'd be like, hey, it's weird, but you know, I got an email from Mikey Fowler, Dave, and I'm going to stay. You're 100%. What do you think? He's got a comedy festival to organize. No, seriously, you're the tie breaking vote. Same money, but he stays at Barstool or he goes to me in a subscription service. Oh, if it's same money, I think he probably sticks with you. All right, 5,000 more at Barstool. Yeah. He jumps. The show had a bone to pick with Dave Cullinane, who was helping launch Jerry Callahan's new podcast. Callahan has been communicating with Robinson, and Menahan felt this was something Cullinane should own. This conversation degraded into yet another Instagram discussion, and the work Cullinane has yet to get done to acquire advertisers for the Menahan show. Jerry understands that I'm not producing the Jerry Callahan show, right? I believe so. Why, 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 why do people keep coming to me with shit? Why is Steve, the only why is Steve, why is Steve dealing with this shit? Because the only place they Who hear about the it is show? your You're, show. You or him? Uh, right now we're doing a test run. There's nothing finalized. There's nothing finalized. I don't have a contract or anything like that. <laughs> I guess it, yes, me, fine. Does fine, Steve produce fine. it? He does not. Okay. You were really good about Jerry's podcast before Jerry came back into the world. You wanted to help him a lot. You talked about it a lot. I'm happy to now help he him. He actually is around. I'm happy. And you're basically to, I'm, saying, I'm, fuck you. And what are Someone you talking about me and my loyalty here. to Jared? What the fuck are you talking about? What? I just think your tone has changed since he's actually come around. Come around to you what? You were fantastic about wanting to help him and be a part of his podcast. Is, is any podcast actually... ever promoted in, uh, and then uh, a podcast no, doesn't you exist have. more than this podcast? Yeah, yeah, but you're, you're, you seem down on it now that he's down actually it. around. I just texted you the other day about it. Yesterday. Yeah, we did. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. What the fuck are you talking about, no, Dave? Just, there is a little. I mean, you're negative about it right now. Why I'm are you negative what's so, about it? What's so annoying about it? I, I, have, I don't I, think he's I, actually I, spending I, time I have, on I it. I have one guy who's obsessed with some comedy <laughs> festival. Then I have Steve who's obsessed with Jerry's. He's taking fucking fielding emails about Jerry's he's podcast. He's spending hours a day on Jerry's podcast. He just you? Did, Mike, did he just seem frustrated with it five he minutes ago? He's a little ago? frustrated, yeah. About what, dealing what's with What's your level emails? of frustration? What's it about? That's about like a four. No, about what? No, I don't want the number. Just the. Jesus Christ, two idiots. Like. As you produce Jerry's podcast, you're going to continue to run my Instagram account. We'll talk about it. See what I'm saying? This is yeah. what I mean. What, what? What, what? what do you give a shit about Instagram? You just periscoped. You could have easily done that on Instagram so we could have grown the account <laughs> as opposed to a nothing of periscope. You're, that, that, you're not gaining any new followers. Did I, just, did I retweet this Instagram account the other day? I don't know, but you when don't you do begged, shit with you, it. I don't give a fuck about it. When you, you, begged, all, when you begged you Portnoy. Any, you don't have any conversation. Yeah, I deleted that, when you by the way. Portnoy, I didn't like that fucking loser. Did you retweet that? Yes, I did. Because it looked pathetic. I want to make I you look like an it? asshole. I don't yeah, know, Dave. Who cares? Yeah, what were you saying? What? Were you about to get mad about something? What? I'm not really mad about it. I actually just backed off it. I don't even give any... Sh I don't talk any shit about it anymore. About what? 
you do nothing with the Instagram. You Correct. have you you see no value in it. I didn't say that. There's, I understand there's, there's the value. Zero value in you periscoping right there today because all of your fo- you didn't gain any followers. I don't care you about that. You could have done that on Instagram and gained three thousand followers. It was also in the course of conversation. That that made ten that's seconds. Fine, but it's still Dave. stupid. I'm just telling you. There's no value in okay. what you did, and okay. you actually can create value elsewhere. Okay. How do you know what value is? I know what value. Why? Is. I just... I'm rich. You're not. Okay. So how do you know about value? I just you've sold, How's the selling going? I've sold something for Jerry. Did you? What'd you sell? I can't name the sponsor right Why? now. They're a day one sponsor. I'm not going to put their name out there. So you sold something for Jerry? Yes. So I've, told you, about, for I've us. told you about my Kirk Minahan show issues. What's that? Local is not having it, and national always deals with Barstool. So when I'm talking about Jerry, there's no limitations. So floodgates are open. That's all. So he sold something for Jerry. He isn't sold anything for us. Sounds like it. All right. Well, he's Jerry's producer. Who's taking over the answer? For huh? you? Yeah. Who got you this job with Jerry? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Okay. You're right. Who's to, who's <laughs> super, no, it's not a job. It's, it's not a job. classic well, Conan no, tear down an argument. Unfortunately for Cullinane, his tenure with Callahan appears to have ended before it began. I will say I talked to Jerry last night, and I'm sure it's going to be, his podcast is going to be great. We're going to promote the shit out of it. I'm looking forward to it. I would call him after my phone call with him. Down on Cullinane? Underwhelmed with Cullinane. Really? Ooh, yes. Wait until he hears the, the gag he pulled on us, though. <laughs> Underwhelmed to the point where, quote, can you think of anyone else who could produce the podcast? No. Long way of saying, Jerry, uh, the things I'm not saying, put it this way, this is a rare thing where there are things I am not saying about this. Wow. Yes. So he's that down on Cullinane? Super down on Cullinane. Wow. That's yeah. that hurts to hear. I can't, I can't, I figure, I I can't figure out whether this was the Jerry actually said this or oh, if you're no, just no, trying no. to fuck with Conan. Oh no 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 no! He definitely said it. Yeah, that's because as much as I fuck with him, I love Conan and I was excited. So to I. Have I said he's a good. He's a good kid. He's a hustler. He'll do a good job for you. Give him. He's, a kid. he's also he's forty years old. He's also is he really. He's like thirty-seven. <laughs> Whatever. I'm. You know what I mean? He's 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 trying. Well, he's not. He, I think I'm a kid because he's never accomplished anything. Okay. What's that? Steve, <laughs> I was going to say, he's also great to have around to have another button pusher. Absolutely. I, we love Cullinane. I, I, I don't feel that way, but I mean, capital B burial. Wow. Yeah. After one hour, I'm like, yeah, well, but that's the way Jerry is, though. He, you can ask people. He gets down on people? Yeah. Well, it's... you can tell he was bringing the fire. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he just wants, keep, he just wants someone playing on, playing on his level. So my guess is there's going to be a new producer of the Jerry Callahan show. Now Pronto. is there, and I don't know if you would mention this, mm. but is there anything like, hey, we want to get a co-host in there anyways. It shouldn't be on Dave to carry that load because everyone knows well, he's more, not He was gonna... also disappointed with him in terms of just producing the show too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like he was distracted, didn't understand what was going on, was confused. Really? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a laundry list of things. No wow. sympathy for it being his first time uh, so walking in here. Some, some, but it was more like it's just not, it's just not, not going to work. Not going to work. Wow. A few weeks back, Steve Robinson went on WGAN radio in Portland, Maine to promote the Kirk Minahan show. There, he was interviewed by former Maine Senate candidate Cynthia Dill. And what followed was a bizarre back and forth between host and guest. So when I got that when I find when it finally dawned on me that this was kind of fiction it reminded me of like um my son when he him and his friends when they were like little you know they'd play dress up the introduction to you on the show yeah this is her she's she's describing her interpretation of the show of my show yes yeah has she ever heard it you know one of them would be Aragon and one of them would be and they'd have like swords and stuff and they would just do all this role playing is that essentially what hold on hold on hold on in a weird way that's not really i guess wrong in some some way but what what the fuck is she what is she on drugs is your boss minahan kirk minahan 
first, can, can I ask you, I couldn't really find anything. He's, he's defined as like a, a, a popular personality. Obviously he is, but I like what, what, did he do before this? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is she pranking you? <laughs> she, might, she might be. I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I'm, you know, Donald Trump or anything, but there is some tool on a computer that you can use if you type my name in. There's quite a bit no, of no, information. No. You're obviously a popular personality, but you can find any information. <laughs> I mean, it's not a difficult search. No, there's no, no but a, not before. There's nothing before this. <laughs> there's been a lot written. There's nothing before this that would make an internet search. I don't even understand. That That's... I don't know. I kind of like her. I'm starting to like her. Go ahead. Okay, okay so we, we haven't even done even basic research about the Kirkman hand. No, I did. Steve getting snarky. Ah, gee, Steve. Fucking, of course, with a woman, Steve gets all aggressive. <laughs> Do you ever um, feel embarrassed saying, like, erectile dysfunction in the same, like, space as talking about this other stuff? Is that just something that just kind of rolls off the What the, the fuck is going is on here? Am I confused? Like, this is just the downside of my job. Hold on. What? Well, hold on. I mean, hold on. Never, Do you ever get embarrassed having about, to say erectile dysfunction? I don't understand. The, was that a question? Was that the next question she asked? I think she saw that Get Roman was one of our sponsors. Right. And she went to GetRoman.com and saw that they also do some erectile dysfunction stuff. Well, that's so yeah. honestly like... Roman se- swipes uh, are about lasting longer, folks. It's also sexist, I think. Like, well, I mean, what, did you say that? I, I did. Oh, good for you, Rolls Steve. off the tongue or is that something that's kind of like, this is just the downside of my job? Yeah, well, I mean, I never, I never did any advertisements for erectile dysfunction, but I mean, I know that they're trafficked a lot in the radio space just because it's based on the demographic. But you know, I don't think that men should feel any shame about wanting to have a healthy sexual life. Do you? Getting <laughs> wow. yeah, some wow. sexual attention. Wow. Do you? Do you, <laughs> ma'am, <laughs> young lady? I'm always amazed that people like this go through life. It's just weird. So there she is writing a script for. Like the Kirk Minahan show? Is that what you do? Is you write? Oh no, no, no. We don't. We don't write. We don't. <laughs> no, we don't write any scripts or anything. It's just. It's just multimedia content. Uh, you know, the main one is the is the podcast, but you put out lots of videos on social media. Can you call and, her now? Uh, or no? Uh, no, I don't have her phone number. Okay, I want to. I want to talk to this. I'm fascinated by. Do you, you write scripts for the Kirk Minahan? So does she think that it's she like it's, a TV? Like, <laughs> does she think it's like a like a fiction show or something? Like a sitcom? Like you're I'm the wacky neighbor. The discussion around Cynthia Dill's interview led to the creation of a new character from the mouth of master mimic Mike Geary. Go ahead. If you were did, to de- define oh. barstool sports, say for your grandmother, what? How would you? What is barstool sports? Um, hold on, hold on, stop, 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 stop. Actually works out well for that because we have Steve's grandmother here. Hello, Steve's (laughs) grandmother. How are you? Hello, how are you? Did you want to ask Steve a question about where he works? Steve, how would you define Barstool Sports? (laughs) It's a website, Grandma. (laughs) It didn't work out as well as I Actually worked out exactly as I thought. What's a website, Steve's grandmother, do you know that Bly Mike is having sex with his mother? Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> do you believe that? Oh. No, it sounds ridiculous. Like a man would be more shamed for doing something like that in this day and age. How do you think Mike did in New York? Oh, very mediocre. <laughs> oh, that's good. What did you think of Colinane yesterday, seeing him again? I love Colinane. He's a good boy. Okay. Thank you, Steve's grandmother. Congratulations on your, on your Twitter account. <laughs> It will last for two days. <laughs> Steve's. Steve's grandmother, you know you're destined to be a terrible parody account. There's no oh, look. I can't wait to see what the fans do with this. All 50 states, Grandma. That's what we're trying to do. 
How many came through day one? Is Only it, two. About you, you, what you expected. You think you'll get to 50 within the next two weeks? I don't know. The crew continued to play the off-the-wall questions pitched to Robinson. Because, again, I, I think I'm the, probably the lowest-ranking employee there. We did the Kirk Minahan show kind of outside in Boston. We're not in uh, part of, like, the, the main New York office. But it's a comedy website is what it is. It's a comedy website and a comedy brand. And it's one of the fastest-growing comedy content creators in the world, really. Well, that's what's interesting is because when I first went to, you know, to check it out for today's show, <laughs> I was like, what is this? And then I listened to the podcast. And it's like an hour and a half of guys sitting around just, um, just kind of chucking and jiving, right? It, yeah, I'm doing it, baby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether your mother, whether your brother, you're staying alive, staying alive. In the city breaking, everybody shaking, you're staying alive. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, wait, oh, oh. Look out. I couldn't even do that. <laughs> shuck it and jive. Do a little shuck it and jive. I wish we had a visual element now. Might have to change our Twitter bio. <laughs> Shucking and jiving. Shucking and jiving since June, baby. Shucking and jiving into your ears. What was our first day? Date? June 15th. Shucking uh, the June 17th. 17th. Shucking and jiving since June 17th, 2019. Shucking. I just put on a couple of guys shucking and jiving for an hour and a half. <laughs> shucking and jiving. Right, Grandma? Oh, I see you boys <laughs> shucking and jiving. It's terrific. He's <laughs> And there's a character that I heard, Retro Man or Jetro Man? What is that? What am I this is a reasonable question. <laughs> retro Man. Retro Man. It's one of our, one of our advertisers. It's, called, it's actually Get Roman, but we turned it into a superhero in order to advertise for Get Roman. Okay, and uh, is it Mike Violet? Is Mike, is Mike Violet the voice behind it? I will neither confirm nor deny. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, turn down, turn down the wall. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> Well, she's, she sounds very excitable, Mike Violet. Exposing the Clark Kent of, uh, <laughs> of our Getro, man. She's not alive still, is she, after doing that? <laughs> Steve Robinson showed his comedy chops as MC of a roast for two main morning hosts. The performance led to Robinson's glide path to success. The next day after this roast, Howie Carr hired him, and this also led to the eventual ascendance to leader of the Menahan crew. It was a roast of Ken and Mike, two morning show hosts in Portland, and I emceed it. And, I mean, it's about time Ken and Mike get to come up. And <laughs> you were the MC of the evening? I was. Steve yes. Robinson? Yes. Wow. This was actually the moment that Howie Carr discovered me. Oh, yes. oh really? History. Yeah, he offered to hire me the day after. So this. if this didn't happen, there's a chance you're not here right now. Yes, this was the, the formative wow. event. In, uh, so we have this to blame, basically. This is, <laughs> this is, this is the... It would be Dave Conan sitting right there. <laughs> this, is the, this is the comedy routine that set me on my path. Next roaster is former two-term Democratic governor, John Baldacci. Many of you know John was actually considering running for governor again this year. I think I speak for all of us when I say, Governor, thank you for staying on the sidelines. Oh. <laughs> Actually, you know, if, that was, if you need to take a nap, now is probably a good time. Oh. Not a lot of people go after Baldacci like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, Baldacci kind of has his rule the roost. So but not, not today. He's not, so he's not that exciting, you're saying. Yeah, he's boring. Right. So it's time to take a nap. Yeah. Right. Why would they take a nap during the dinner? Because they can just sleep through Baldacci's. Why would you? Who does that during a dinner? I don't know. Somebody might okay. be a little sleepy. Okay. You're thinking too much about it. This is not. It's not thinking man's. Kind of, Steve's kind of the everyman. You know, it's not for the. Yeah, who, who, are you, who are you basing your comedy stylings on here? 
Uh, Take me behind the scenes. I just watched a bunch of Comedy Central roasts. Oh, so like Jeffrey Ross, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did I'm you just, write? How long did it take you to write this? Uh, a couple weeks. I worked on it. Was Howie laughing hard? Was he into it? Or yeah, Steve okay. sees himself more as a Greg Giraldo, kind of taken out of comedy before his time. No, I, you know, I, I had some, I had some Again. jokes for all the roasters, for, and some for Ken and Mike. For, okay, okay. Ken and he, Mike, if they think they're going to get out unscathed, <laughs> think again. Did you say unscathed? Yeah. Okay, it's un, I think it's unscathed. Whoa, that yeah. laugh, though. We asked Joe Baldacci to write his brother's jokes, but he was too busy taking selfies at the gym. <laughs> oh, who could forget that? A whole controversy, right? The main drug enforcement officers told me that they're using old recordings of Baldacci's speeches before drug busts. It helps to lull the meth addicts to sleep. <laughs> you may have seen those bumper stickers a while back. Steve, uh, for future, you can take a pause like in between shows. <laughs> Steve just let's hammering the, these let's laugh, Marin. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to run a tight show here. I understand. No, I, 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 respect respect and tell I respect that. I respect that. God, let me hear a little more. I'm enjoying this. They were just awful, mean, bumpers to lull the meth addicts to sleep. <laughs> you may have seen those bumper stickers a while back. They were just awful, mean bumper stickers. They said two disasters: Baldacci and Katrina. Which was just terrible. Just not fair. Right? I, that one, even that one. <laughs> no, oh, you, you fucking cut off the oh, punchline. Sorry, sorry. What the fuck? Is that a real bumper sticker? Or yes. Or? Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, so go back and do right, this one again. Up, sorry. Stepping all over my jokes. Joking. Katrina. Which was just terrible. Just not fair at all to Hurricane. The Katrina, yeah, right. Not. Speaking of bumper stickers, You want to hear that again, Steve? You didn't hear quite how much it bombed. Are you wearing your football jacket during this or no? No. No. You have a shirt on, though. Yes. Okay. I was wearing a suit. Good. He's got a number 84 suit. I give him credit, man. He was 23. That, I yeah, wouldn't do that. No, neither would I. I could do it now. He was 23. Yeah. Full of cock and walk. He's a confident Shucking guy. Shucking and jiving his way through this thing. After this thing, Governor Baldacci comes up, shakes my hand, and he leans in and he goes, I hope you can find honest work someday. Katrina. <laughs> Speaking of bumper stickers, there's another popular one. 61%. It's supposed to be a dig at LePage because he was elected with a plurality. That means less than 50%, Mike. But it's actually a huge insult to Baldacci. Baldacci was elected and re-elected in 2006 with just 38% of the vote. So congratulations, Governor. You're less popular than Paul LePage. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, getting both of them in one fell swoop. Governor Baldacci, he, he promised not to raise our taxes as governor, and damn it, apart from hiking fees on just about everything, he kept that promise. Which, by even struggling standards, makes him a Tea Party radical. Let's bring out the Tea Party radical, Governor John Baldacci. The transgender issue is a sensitive topic for the Menahan Show, as it awoke an activist who helped take down the old program. The gang talked about a comment CNN's Chris Cuomo made at the Democratic debate that many consider to be insensitive. Thank you, guys. And my pronouns right. are she, her, and hers. She, her, and hers. <laughs> Mine, too. <laughs> All right. All right, first question. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Fuck you, you fucking but, asshole. See, he blew up the entire purpose of the town hall in one remark. Let me hear the senator again. But listen to the crowd erupt that she says what her pronouns are. Like, congratulations, you have pronouns. Thank you, guys. Woo! And my pronouns right. are she, her, and hers. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> come on! Come right. on! Right. First question. 
So Cuomo did apologize. Like, he had to issue a statement. Did of he course, really? Of yeah. course he did. Yes. Oh, yeah. He issued a statement. He debased the entire purpose of the forum. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> see, st- I... He so, mocked the very idea that you would need to disclose your pronouns. Yeah. That clip I didn't see last night, and then Steve played it for me this morning, and I thought it was just like Steve picked up on it. Like, a funny thing that Steve picked up on, but I didn't realize people were legitimately outraged by this. No, nobody's legitimately outraged by this. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you're, you're sort of legitimate? <laughs> well, okay, yeah. But you know what I mean. I didn't think there was real uh, um, dust-up about this. Chris Cuomo, t- 10 hours ago. Please read. When Senator Harris said her pronouns were she, her, and hers, I said mine too. I should not have. I apologize. I am an ally of the LGBTQ oh, community. Oh, sure. And sure. I'm sorry because I am committed to helping us achieve equality. Oh, fuck this guy. Thank you for watching our town hall. What happened to the tough guy, the Fredo guy, like the, you know, motherfucking fuck you guy from a, you know. Now, what's the apology for? Because he mocked the idea that you would need to disclose you know? your pronouns. That's because that's what he said. He said mine too in a joking but, way. Like, yeah, mine are her. But how could, couldn't those be? Yeah, but they're not, though. He should have gone that how way. Do, who, <laughs> he yeah, should have gone you, that way. He should have just run not? with it. Well, I, I am a woman. Well, because he just apologized for it. But what I'm saying, why would he apologize? Why wouldn't he just say, like, how, he's how not, do you He's know? not smart enough just to run with it and pretend he's a woman. Hmm. Bastard. It's also not a funny joke, really. Like, I mean, it's funny. I mean, it's funny to mock. It's transphobic. Yes. I mean, well, is it? Yeah. He's why? mocking. She's not, she's not transgender. He's it's mocking not, the idea he, that you would need to thing. disclose your pronouns. The idea of saying it like Well, it's, that is mockable. The idea of saying, like, it's not a funny delete joke. Delete that, okay? Just delete the whole podcast. <laughs> Robinson talked about the priorities of the left. Comparing the outrage regarding the transgender issue with a lack of focus on human rights abuses in China. I would say, getting back to the clip, though, that the the plight of black trans women in this country has gotten more attention than the uh, Uyghurs in China. The what? The Uyghurs, the Muslims. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That are in concentration camps. Just wanted to make sure. It's one of your jokes or no? No, I'm just okay. making a comparison. Just I, like, I can never tell. It's like who's 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 like Stephen Wright. I never know. I never know. I never know. It's such dry humor. Yeah, you never know what you're getting here. Uh, yes, you're right, Steve. Gotta play the clip, Chris. And, and it's not Ma'am. just my black trans women. Ma'am. It's my black trans brothers too. And I'm Ma'am. gonna say what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say what no, I'm gonna say. No, no, no. Come here. No, no. I just want to ask you something. Come here. Tell me. Come here. I want you to talk. What's your name? I'm Blossom C. Bryant. Blossom. Let me ask. Google me. Blossom. Please Google me. Blossom. Thank you. Let me tell you. You know, not Google her. The person who interviewed you for the thing in Maine. Are you are you transgendered or no? What's your what's your backstory? So what? Like, what's your deal? <laughs> How do you feel about this whole issue? So Kirk Minahan is <laughs> does what? <laughs> Go ahead. Come on the stage. Don't okay, come on okay. the stage. And can, may I have the mic? Okay. May I have the mic? Blossom, let me okay. tell you something. The reason that we're here is to validate people like you. That is why we're giving. But that is why we're here. Okay. But I. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. We can't hear you. Blossom, we can't hear you. Here, Blossom, we can't hear you. Baby, your actions have to speak louder than words because guess what? Not one black trans woman has taken the mic tonight. You're... Not one black trans man has taken the, bla- uh, the mic tonight. Yeah. Show me. You Blossom. Show me. Blossom. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Who's yelling Blossom, now? You're a black trans woman. You have the mic in your hand. I've given, I've taken it and given it back to you. We want to hear from you. We have had trans people of color. We've had all people here, and you're welcome. But we, but we are proud and happy that you're here. We're proud and happy that you're here. Yes, but remember, we, we're on our time constraint. All right, thank you, Blossom. You know what is kind of cool it. that they've realized is that if you just yell a woke take angrily you're, at these people, you can say it. You can talk, all, you can talk all day. I'll give yeah. you a mic. We'll give you a mic. She'll probably be on CNN now as a contributor or something. Probably.
most reasonable Democrats, uh, how serious or not you think of the LGBTQ issue, a reasonable Democrat, that's probably 12th or 15th on their issue of priorities. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Democrat living here is trying to raise their kids and fucking make a living. They don't, they don't give a shit about that compared to other stuff. Fair or not fair. Yeah. I don't think. From Virginia to Nevada or whatever the, the yeah, measurements I mean, are, you're just a piece of shit. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're total zero. You're yeah. Bible-clinging dope. Yeah. Which, so the, well, the one but, you were thinking which, about. Of which there are plenty. Go ahead. The one you were thinking about was uh, Elizabeth Warren saying in the past that she didn't think it was good <clears throat> money to spend on prisoners. But what happened? She changed her mind. She was, she's, on, she's on the CNN town hall last night, and the wind is blowing that way, so let's jump on. The 12th campaign. Got a few uh, yes queens. Senate, you criticized a judge's ruling that granted transition-related surgery yep. to a transgender inmate. You said, I don't think it's a good use of taxpayer dollars. Right. Stop. That's, you regret that. I can't, yeah. I, I can't believe she had the nerve to say that in 2012. That, what a That taxpayers should not work. be paying for somebody who's in prison having a gender change. How do you feel about that? <laughs> taxpayers. Like, prisoners not have human rights? So we sh that's our money. Mm -hmm. Is going to, to that. Just yeah. keep in mind, this is going to be the president, the Democratic nominee. So she answers her. This is seven years ago. She told the truth. She privately, if you asked her, still feels that way. But now she feels like she has to lie about it because two percent of her wing feels that way. Yep. Like most people, even I bet you most Democrats don't feel that way. Honestly, like no, we get yeah. caught up in the liberal loon stuff. But like the, the union, the labor union guys, they don't give a shit. Most people don't want to pay not. more taxes for anything. Of course not. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it was a bad answer. And I, I think it was a bad answer. And I believe that everyone is entitled to medical care and medical care that they need. And that includes people who are transgender, who um, it is the time for them to have gender affirming surgery. I mean, I we've, we, hold important. on. We've just, we've totally snapped as a civilization. Mean, meanwhile, Chris Cuomo, who just got done just mocking the very it. idea. Just sits of there and is like, yeah, that's a good idea. Look, I've said this before. I'll say it again. If you can afford it and you, it makes you feel better, go for it. I don't have an issue with that at all. Knock yourself out. Have trend. Uh, great. I hope you feel better. I hope it makes your life better. Awesome. As a taxpayer. That's like saying, you know, should somebody get braces while they're in? I mean, no, I'm sorry. I, you, you know, I'm sorry that you have to feel like shit for a while while you're in prison. When you get out, if you have your own money, get the surgery. Kirk Minahan has demanded prank calls to all 50 states by his birthday on Halloween. Blind Mike contributed the state of New York. Go ahead. I could get Back to the phones, 877-337-6666. Willie's been very patient. Willie's in the Bronx. What's up, Will? What's up, guys? I'm actually driving out to Foxborough today. I'm going to be out in the audience for a match tonight. And uh, well, I listen, like drive safely because the weather sounds like no joke. So hands at ten and two, okay? I'll do do my best. Things take time. I'll get there. But uh, I like that you guys had Erin Andrews on today. She's got she's got guts, but I think she's <laughs> right. What's the matter with that? What's the matter with that? Nothing. I like that you guys had Erin Andrews on today. She's got she's got guts, but I think. Here's what I'll say. I think the thing she's kind of missed, and a lot of people are missing, is I watched the beginning of the Patriots-Redskins game, and they played down to their opponent a little bit. I mean, you look at a guy like Steve Robinson, looks like a goofus out there. I don't think he's played down to football in his life. Uh, Matt Fuller has completely disappeared. I don't know. I, I think he's just gone off the map completely. And then it's like, can we even trust Brandon Walker and Kelly Martin and these people? I, I have no idea, you know? But here's the thing. I want to hold see on, how... Hold on, hold on. Hold on. This, hold on. This, this is where it gets hold good. We're going to step back 30 seconds. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why? So Steve Robinson's throwing the ball? He's a goofus. See, I don't think he's put it down a football in his life. Uh, Kelly Martin? Kelly Martin and Brandon Walker. Him. I don't know if you can trust him. Who is Kelly Matt Martin? Who is Kelly Martin? On the defensive line. Oh, she is?
He's just gone off the map completely. And then it's like, can we even trust Brandon Walker and Kelly Martin and these people? I, I have no idea, you know? But here's the thing. I want to see how these young players. Uh, who are you talking about? Uh, uh, the Patriots. What what are the names of those people? You just named them. Now, hold on. Oh, the hold on. I thought the jig was up. <laughs> but until. Does Bart rescue you? Until a friend of mine came in to save the day. <laughs> what what are the names of those people? You just named like. Offensive line. Oh, the offensive line. Yeah, Sorry, the, I don't know the their backups. names. They're missing three offensive linemen. <laughs> They're missing three offensive linemen. That's why the run For a game. second, I thought we were getting pranked. I really did. No, no, Why no. You think to that your point, they've had an easy schedule so far as well. And I said that you know, the, the Bills were the Bart first Scott test that the Patriots you respond had. To this That's or why no? well, you know, when no, we go he, back and we make our picks, more. that's why I'm going oh, to take you know, the Giants oh, yes, I do, and, and the points. Oh, you just gave it away. <laughs> I, I like that. I was looking at like presportsbookpick.com, and they've got like plus 15 for the Giants. I think we can at least cover. Give us that. Yeah, listen, uh, I, we use ESPN.com. They have, uh, it's minus 17. Well, We're going to make our one quick going pick coming up in the next segment. I, I, we usually do three that quick picks. Yeah, you know, for free. Oh. We're going to make our one quick pick. But Willie, uh, listen, drive safely up there. And kudos <laughs> to you for knowing all the backup linemen for the New England Patriots <laughs> no, that I, knew, I did not I knew, know. I know who he was talking about. That's the best. like, oh, Maggie, you idiot. You got to play. You got to send a whole clip out today. Tim and Canton knocked Alaska off the list. Tim, good morning. Hey, good morning, Dan. How are you? Very well, thank you. So, in in uh, circling back to the conversation about the uh, alien uh, uh, species, I do believe that we are being primed for some sort of encounter, if not an invasion. Hold on, okay. real quick. I do. Is, is he a conspiratorial guy? Like in the I'm getting, Jones? I'm getting that vibe. Yeah. If I... If I may spoil it a little bit for Tim from Ken Hill, very little. I don't bit. think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna circle back to the point that Danny was making. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I there will be no circling back. That does seem to be a common theme from these calls. <laughs> My guess is the call screening is not as difficult as EI's call no, screening no, process. No, no, certainly not. I thought this today. Because I do think, I know Dale Arnold's contract is up at the end of the year. And my understanding is they're not, this is a little bit of news, they're not going to renew him. He's going to be gone. Oh, wow. Oh, geez. Breaking news. That's what I was told. I could be wrong. Maybe they'll sign him because he'll take up 70% pay cut to stay there. But you mentioned this before. If he has one of these final shows, if it's not bombarded with Minifan calls, you're all fucking <laughs> dead to me. Every single one of you. I want it to be so bad they have to stop taking calls. Because Dale's going to want like an emotional last yeah, show yeah, yeah, where everyone says how great he is. Yep. If you don't fucking ruin that show... We are gonna. I'm gonna go to your house there's one a, by one problem. and kill you. I'm yeah. just gonna say that. Go don't ahead. you think he would just work for free though? Yes. Oh, that's what I'm saying. He'll sign. Yeah. F- yeah don't worry about it. He'll take an 80 percent pay cut because he has no. Take pride. the old blind Mike deal. Yes, yeah. he has no pride. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, get back I to think, this. I think that when I, I just someone was just mentioning, you know, how could this? How could we be here and no one else is here and this fun keeps us warm? I think when the invasion happens, there will be a civil war between the Minifans. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be real DEC versus MHB. I don't know where I fall. I'm a mercenary, but <laughs> podcast podcast Jesus will show us the way. We just have to believe and bow down. Stop. I'm going to stop real quick. I just love, look, does Dan have any... He, he responds. Okay. <laughs> He's just letting this happen? Yeah, he has his thoughts. Okay. <laughs> this is in Alaska. So we've been to Samoa, Alaska. Uh, New York. Guam. And Guam. New York. <laughs> and Hawaii, but not really. No, Go ahead. Yeah. Who will show us? I don't. I don't really know what any of what you said means. <laughs> it's it's the Armageddon is upon us. The the Minifans and the Mincels will go to war. Now let me let me interrupt you. Now, Tim, Ortega, yeah. are, do you understand any of these words that are coming out of Tim's mouth? No, Ortega doesn't either. Uh, we're not really uh, following you, Tim. 
Are we just the, not the, up on the, this or the coming apoc- apocalypse? Yeah. How do you know? This is this something you read on the internet or? No, I, I I don't read anything really on the internet. I do, you, I do listen to podcasts. Do you know? Do podcasts. you know these? Jesus has told us so. Do you know these people? These invaders? Do you know them personally? Do you have some inside connections? Or? I do not. I know of them. I know there was a coup d'état out in Titan Nine, and um, MHB was dethroned, <laughs> and DC DEC was propped. It's not funny. DEC was propped up as the potential funny. heir to the throne. Personally, so what, what advice would you have for us, Tim, as far as uh, dealing with this coming invasion? <sighs> Great question. Thank My you. advice would be to hunker down. Hunker. Hunker down. Go. Get prepared with your red snappers, fuel up, and go to war with the Minsals because the Minifans, in the end, will win out even though we are a disjointed group. <laughs> well, I appreciate that advice. And I, uh, <laughs> that means a lot. Thank you so much for sharing that with, with me and Ortega and, and all the listeners. I'll praise podcast Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Thank you. you Tim. Well, that's oh, yeah, he must be one of the guys that does the... Uh, Prayer things over at the city council and so Oh, that could be the that spaghetti. Is exactly. Yeah, the, what, the spaghetti one. There are the spaghetti are other factions. No, but it, who obviously. was it? It was the captain of the spaghetti monster who yeah, gave the invocation. Uh, what the fuck is going on? on? Where yeah. are we? I like yeah. that. I like that. Not thirty Colin. seconds ago, they were laughing at Tim from Canton, and then they're like, "Oh, I know what it is. It's there's the spaghetti monster." Over <laughs> Juno, those wacky spaghetti guys. <laughs> Lots happened on the show up to this point, but. Everything we've talked about in this episode of the Menafan Show Week in Review is just the undercard. The main event of the week was Steve Peralt, a Bleacher Report, and the Section 10 podcast, Unilateral Nuclear Strike on Kirk Minahan. And one thing is certain, when you launch a sneak attack on Kirk, your destruction is assured. Did you listen to the Steve Perot uh, podcast I sent you? Steve Peralt? The Peralt, yeah. section, eight, uh, section 10 guy? Yeah. Steve Perot? I, I thought it was French. Son of Ross. <laughs> Perot. <laughs> uh, what about it? Uh, he talked, he was. He did a Wicked Local podcast, and he and the guy asked him about interviewing you. Okay. I'll, talked about sh- you. Sure, I'll listen to it, I guess. Oh, boy. Again, this is one of the great drips of all time. <laughs> Just saying, this guy makes fucking Carabas look like, you know, fucking Richard Pryor. I think the interview was solid. Um, it's not one that I am ever overly proud of because I would way rather interview a player than Kirk Minahan. I, I would way rather talk baseball like the majority of the time right. um, than talk about how much he hates everybody um, Lacey, on mm. the planet. So I think it serves its purpose for some listeners. A lot of comments and, and feedback was like, oh, why do you have this guy on, yada, yada. But that's just kind of how it goes. I think um, you're not always going to hit a home run with the guests you have on. But oh. Kirk is somebody that uh, <laughs> does draw an audience, that's for sure. Even if it's you love him or you hate him. I think you you have to have an opinion on him either way. So I guess that's that's something that benefits us in some way. Can I tell you something before you respond? God, yeah. I've always said this about you. I like you as a radio guy. Sure. You know, you know Drew Pomeranz. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather talk to a player. You know a idiots. You know a <laughs> But he's being honest. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I, but I, that's who they are. I mean, that's they like they. He's a jock sniffing idiot. Like he likes baseball players. I think Jared would have a very different answer, which is the funny thing. I don't know that. I mean, they, all they do is have players on. That's true, but I think Jared enjoyed having you. I, th- well, I think well, I was on like because Carabas wanted me. Yeah, on. right. Yeah, he'd that's rather funny talk. But, it's, but I don't mind that. This I is honest. T- you know what I mean? I, it's obvious. It's because you call him a pedophile or whatever you say. Well, he is him. a convicted pedophile. <laughs> yeah. I can't get in the. I mean, so what? Yeah, He's, you know, he exposed himself at the school. What do you want right. me to say? That's funny though. I'd much rather. <laughs> he was still pretty aggressive, and I remember he was calling me like a, a pedophile for having like a <laughs> Jurassic Park poster behind me. I don't know. I mean, 
I, he's crazy. He's great. He, he, his most natural environment is trying to destroy whoever is around him verbally. That is what he lo- loves fair. to do. And who's it's he, like, who's, his the, passion. who's the fucking interviewing him? Good by at it. I have no idea. Somebody from Absol- wicked local. Absolutely. Fuck you. you <laughs> fucking um, asshole. But yeah, he's, he's definitely embraces the jerk mentality. He Fuck, always you know, has. Steve Pro, keep looked- my fucking name off your fucking <laughs> mouth. I knew do, eventually it would. And do, do, do your pretend now. thing. Let's <laughs> do your pretend thing where you're dating Garen Austin. And meanwhile, you know fucking everything about her, but you keep your fucking mouth shut because you're a big pussy. She's dating someone. She sure is. <laughs> well, I don't know now. Who knows? But what? A, I mean, what? A, what? A, I, I'll fuck you. And had a interact with Kirk. It's not like any other human I've ever been around. It's well, I mean, what the fuck uneasy. are we? He's the- uncomfortable all the time. And he creates an uncomfortable environment. Him and our, um, I guess you could say producer, Bryn. Uh, Bryn helps with the show a lot, really helps out with a lot of stuff that Jared does for Section 10 and Starting 9. Bryn is one of the nicest people I've ever met. And yet he had, he found, you know, everything that was wrong with Bryn within like five minutes. And I'm like, this is so weird. I don't know. It was just uncomfortable. I saw that interaction. It's it didn't seem that. perfectly natural podcast where we joked around, you idiot. <laughs> sorry, I don't, sorry I, didn't, I can't throw a ball 94 miles an hour. That makes you like more interesting as a person? Yeah. Well, he does say you're unique. He's never met anyone you know, like if they it. had a player on who like acted like I did, they would fucking suck them off. They'd be like, oh, he's fucking wild and so funny and oh, crazy, yeah. but I'm angry because I'm uncomfortable. I, was, I couldn't have been more comfortable in that interview. I'm not always comfortable, but it's but fuck you, Steve Peralt. Seriously, what the fuck? The fuck am I? What, what the fuck? I thought it seemed like he was in on the joke, like he was having a good time with the uh, being called a sexual offender. He is. I'm a joke. He's, he is. He's, he's, he's like big timing you, saying I wasn't really proud to interview you, but he's doing a podcast for like the Worcester Gazette or something. He's not even the full. He's not even. He just shows up there at Barstool and is like the fifth guy in some shit podcast. Like I don't even understand. Yeah, that is odd. I don't. I, don't I like Jared. I actually like Jared, and I'm. I'll, I'll, I'll go on him anytime. But I don't even understand what the fuck is that about. Yeah, why doesn't a barstool employee produce that podcast? That is strange. No? Uh, who knows? I don't. Who the hell knows? And now by that, the way, now that I'm not trying. By to the way, like job, I was, jo- I was joking around with this person. Like, what am I supposed to do? Sit there and be? Oh, you're doing a great job. You're a wonderful producer. It's a fucking joke, you dummy. What the fuck? Well, speaking of barstool employees, we should also talk about the Brandon Walker thing before that gets away. What Brandon Walker thing? I got to kick over this idiot, this asshole. No, he's. I'd ra- oh, I'd rather, I'd rather not Brandon Walker. Uh, oh, you know, I might, I'd much rather talk to a player. I might try the great instinct. Yeah, those are great. Why don't you yeah. fucking yeah talk to fucking Stephen Wright? Bronson Arroyo was always very funny. Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, oh, it's so great. We have on fucking. I don't, I don't Schilling. Have Raphael Devers on. I'm sure he's fascinating. <laughs> Jackie Bradley Jr. Andrew Benintendi. Hey, he's, Andrew, a, he's a Barstool guy. Andrew, Andrew Benintendi, Benintendi, who yeah. I interviewed once in Four Myers, and I literally tried to climb out the window and <laughs> jump out. He was so fucking boring. But he's awesome because he's got a nickname. And he he played, wore a Barstool shirt. And, you know, a couple of years ago, 30% of the time he got a hit. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Fuck he's an you. All-star. Fuck you, Steve Brawl. Fucking asshole. Go ahead. Fuck him, man. Not a fan? No. Well, you do Section 10 again. No. You're done. Nope. Third time's the last time. That's it. Wow. He gets a lot of interest, but who wants that? Yeah. Why don't you have another fucking player on, you dick? Menahan affirmed that he likes Jared Carabas, but he stated hatred for Peralt. Menahan felt Peralt is a quote-unquote pussy for not saying it to his face. I don't dislike him. I fucking hate Steve Peralt. I'll say that. Well, who doesn't? Well, I mean, you go on there like I'm, 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 you know. Sort of the children of uh, greater New York, wherever he lives now. Oh, for sure. He loves them. But you, like, you go on there. You're happy to do it. You fucking, you like, you bring a little bit of life to it. 
And then you like, oh, I don't really like doing it. Then they, don't fucking be there. And they treat you like you were Harvey Weinstein with Bryn, their producer. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that seem shitty in general? Not even not, nothing. It's a to, fucking dick move. Like, nothing I, to do with you or anything. But it would seem shitty to me. Like if I was on a podcast and went on, and it, I guess Jared dealt with this when he was on my podcast. If you go on, a, if you're nice enough to go on someone's podcast and they just shit on you after when you like, he couldn't say that shit to your face. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I have no problem with him feeling that way at all. That's yeah. that's how he feels. But say it to my face on the podcast, you fucking pussy. Right. As opposed to going on something where you know, here's the other tip, you fucking idiot like everyone's gonna if you say something about me i'm gonna hear about it that's it like that's how it works like right. that's that's the deal like so if you say something like that you might as well say it to my face we for the first time in your life an interesting conversation i actually found this one just searching for stuff this wasn't right. like a minifan uh you know as opposed off. to being yeah. like oh you know we have uh eduardo rodriguez on today yeah, he's so Ooh, great that'd be a good one. or sam kennedy sam's great he's so nice to us like fuck you Nice guy. That's oh, he's great, great yeah. guy, great guy. He and Steve have some things in common. Pro. Is that right? Oh, you bet, you bet. <laughs> that's interesting. Well, they're both fans of baseball. I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. it ends oh, there. Good. Yeah, good. I mean, am I am I wrong? What a fucking pussy. That's a douchebag thing. Total to do. douchebag move. Fuck you. Maybe it's. A, I'm trying to think of. Maybe he thinks he's playing around. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roast Kirk. No, Mann. I didn't. No, no I, think, a, I think he was didn't like seem, the, didn't the, seem the guy. Very the guy, the guy in the interview asks him about about Kirk and is like, I. I'm a big fan of Kirk Minahan. I, I saw you got to interview him. What's he like? And he was trying to play like, ah, you know, Kirk's not really that big of a deal. Like I've interviewed baseball stars. It just seems like know? an asshole thing to do. Because even if even if he really didn't enjoy you, you're uh, a name of sorts. Well, I don't you, even care about that. You probably, you're, you're a name. I don't even care about sorts. that. I just hate the like after you're there. I was in the room no, with the no, guy. No, yeah, I've been in the room with the guy three times now for a total of whatever five hours. He's never had the balls to say that to my face. Yeah. Right. So fuck him. I mean, I, you know, shame on, move. shame on Carabas for having a pussy on the show. I don't mean your name. He shouldn't shit on you. I'm saying you were nice enough to do their podcast. Oh, but, yeah, and just but, like, but about friends he's with like, Jared, oh, he's happy. like, oh, fuck this guy. You I know? like Jared. I'm happy to do it. But if Steve, at some point, Steve should be like during the podcast. Hey, I think this is a waste. Like, why do you, why are we having this guy on? We should have a player on. Or then even, fight about or even when you're, don't laugh. Like when you're making the Jurassic Park poster jokes, he's laughing on the podcast. Yeah, Instead I mean, of I'm laughing, just go, well, I don't fucking get, what, what is my, this joke? It hurts my feelings, you know. Fucking uh, whoever never never would. Mookie. Having Kirk on this time of year makes sense. It's obviously a downtime for the Sox being done. Uh, but he he was just it was so random, man. It was just like we went all over the place. We were talking like he was making light of his dad dying a couple of years ago, making some like joke off of it about the last words my dad said uh, before he passed was how how I need to avoid barstool breakfast with every ounce of my being because it's going to be the worst show ever. (laughs) And we're kind of sitting there like, should we laugh? Do we not laugh? Because it was obviously a joke, but like, it was so dark delivery. I didn't know. I didn't know whether we should laugh or not. Um, what is but he, no, that's fucking what he, that's stupid? What he didn't know and... if it was a joke? <laughs> he thought there was a chance that was serious? Your father, those were his last words? First of all, they were all... How do I you mean, know what Barstool I'm not saying this, I mean, if it's not funny, it's not funny. They were laughing. I mean, it's a fun, It's funny. Like, it's funny. I know it's funny. That's funny. Like, it's not... It's not. I want to know, now that I know that that's a true fact. I, I didn't know your dad was such a stoolie. That's <laughs> a dummy. What a dummy. What a fucking dummy. Why are you playing this sound? I know, I'm sorry. I pissed you off. Do you want to Do you want to end with some more of Roses? Mike and no, I got a I theory don't. that there I might don't. have been some change. You just want to go, go yes. into the weekend just fucking go. sour Fuck and Steve pissed. Steve hey. yes. What? Dave Cullen ain't gone. That's true. <laughs> That'll cheer you up. Today. That's true. <laughs> Uh, we're, I want to ruin Steve Prawl's life now. That's what I want to do. All right. A new yeah. enemy. Let's get to work on that. Rises from right, the Minute fans, fuck with this asshole. This joyless, humorless. Oh, it's so, during the off season, like he's treating it like it's a fucking, you know, the Manhattan Project. It's a fucking stupid podcast where they suck off baseball players every week. Section 10 in the bill, dude. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's totally random. Like, it was a random conversation. What, what did he want? I don't know. It was random. <laughs> what the fuck? It was random that you would talk about your father. I, I, uh, anyway, I don't know. 
The show tried to transition to other topics like the lead, but Kirk wasn't into it. Peralt has gotten under his skin, and he has plenty of vitriol left to deliver. An apology from Carabas was demanded. Oh, they're going to ban snacking on their subway. They want to say anything or except. Buses. I'll tell you what. Buses. I better get. I better get a fucking apology on CCK today from Carabas if that shows up. <laughs> I better get a fucking apology, or we have real fucking issues. Hit three three eight five stool, folks. That's what they say. Uh, they, I want that fucking apology from this asshole because he works for him. I want a fucking apology. That's if what Jared I is on. No, I don't give a shit. They better call in. You better fucking call in. That's okay. that's. Unacceptable. All right. All right. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. That's fair. I think you're justifiably yeah, angry. I hate time. pussies, and he's Steve Pralt's the biggest pussy who ever lived. Oh, I'm supposed to disagree with you. I mean, uh, hey, uh, knock it off. Right. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm just saying, you know, he's the biggest pussy who ever lived. Fuck them all. Now I'm annoyed. This ruins my whole weekend for some reason, this idiot, because I hate fucking people like that. I, just, I hate people with But in a guts. way, you love it. I don't. No, I don't. I, I don't. No? Love. No, because I hate what... Because you go in there, you fucking joke around, you're dancing for them. In reality, because you're doing their fucking podcast, then you leave and you're like, uh, why do we have him on? Like, just say it to my face. That's all. That's it. That's my only yeah. complaint. And I don't care if he doesn't like me. I don't care if he doesn't think I'm funny, if I'm not a baseball player, if I'm not rant. Any of that shit, fine. But just say it to my fucking face. And it's, I think it's weird for, like, I think if you asked Coley or Jared about you, I think they'd say you were great. So I'm sure weird. Jared would. So I, it's weird know. for the underling to have this bold opinion on you. And give it publicly. It just seems odd. I mean, I guess good for him. He's a guy who goes. If that's the, what he really thinks, but he should have said it to your face. I don't know. Whatever. But I want to. I want an apology from Carabas on the air today. That's, that's reasonable. That, okay. I mean, eight three three eight five two. If, CK, if CCK is on, if one of a section ten minute fan war, I'm happy to have it. I know he's got a loyal audience. So do we. Let's do it. But All if right. not, let's let's get an apology out there. Is that reasonable? Sounds reasonable to me. That's part two of two. It's in the books. That's the biggest week in review yet for everybody here at Blindside Pods. I'm DEC. I'm told every time I speak on this radio show that either it doesn't make sense or I'm not, my name is not on the show. So <laughs> what's the point of me having the microphone close to my face? I gotta say, it's a real blast working on this radio show. Get, 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 Chris, time. get past that. Get, we all understand. Nobody wants get to Get past here. that. We're all miserable. How, <laughs> in your, how in your mind did you rationalize eating Doritos in the middle of this time? How do you this. rationalize that? There's no rationalization. <laughs> is it a cheat day? Is that what it is? Your cheat day? Yeah, it's my cheat day.